This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. This is To The Max brought to you by Ignite. I'm your host, Dario Melton. Brothers and sisters, today you have the opportunity to become what you've never been before. For you to do what you've never done before. For you to go where you've never gone before. Square your shoulders, lift your head, and lift your eyes into the hills from where your help is coming. And know that today, yes, today, you have the opportunity of a lifetime to become a higher expression of yourself. Say that with me this morning. Today, I will become a higher expression of myself. Say it one more time with me today. I will become a higher expression of myself. I need you to repeat that to yourself every day you get up. All throughout the day, I want you to say to yourself that you are becoming a higher expression of yourself. You can't stay where you are. No, you can't stay where you are. You were designed to stay stagnant. You were designed to be dynamic. That you were designed in such a way that you're supposed to have a flow in your life. You should be very fluid. You should be able to move with the times and the seasons. You ought to be able to handle whatever season you're in your life. Why? Because you are becoming a higher expression of yourself. Let me encourage those who are listening um, this morning to our time together. Please consider joining us on Thursday nights on our weekly Bible studies. Uh, we're in a series that is titled triggers and traps and i think it would be a blessing to you to help you to become a higher expression of yourself and today um this morning i want to talk with you about some of the substance um some of the ideas that we have been um digging up um as we've been inside of the series and i want to say to you this 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 morning if you're going to become what you've never been before if you're going to do what you've never done before, if you're going to go where you've never gone before, you cannot be easily offended. Let that mat maturate for a moment in your psyche that you cannot be a person who is easily offended, but you have to be a person who is grounded in the fact of who you are. 
offenses will come. Yes, they will. There will be many offenses that are coming your way. They are coming your direction. And just because they come in your direction doesn't mean you have to receive them. Yes, you have a choice whether or not you will be offended in life. No one controls. Say this with me. I'm in control of my life. No man, no woman has enough power to knock me off center. I decide to leave the place for where I'm grounded. And when you understand that no one can move you from center, that's why I encourage you every time we come on the show to try to give you information that will stretch you from center to circumference, that you will have a strong foundation. I'm about to holler in the microphone because if you can stand right, there it is, you can live right. And if you stand right and you live right, you'll be able to handle the winds of life, you'll be able to handle the storms of life, but you cannot be a person who is easily offended. Jesus says something in Matthew's chapter 24. He says something that should shock us, that should touch us at our core. He says that in the last days, many, not some people, shall be offended. Offended. What does it mean to be offended? Because many of us think we are offended and we're really not offended. Many of us, we just have our feelings hurt. Someone not speaking to you is not an offense. Yes, it's not an offense. Someone not inviting you to an event, to a gathering, to a party, out to dinner, to a movie, that is not an offense. No, that is not an offense. Someone not seeing you inside of the store, inside of the supermarket is not an offense. We get so easily, when I say we as a people, get so easily offended by minute things. Things that really doesn't matter. So what they then speak to you? Are you going to ruin your entire day their entire invent because of who didn't speak to you? You mean to tell me you're going to let anger build up inside of you because of what somebody said about you? If it is not true, help me, why are you offended? Why are you so upset about the lies that they are spreading on you. Why are you so upset about the little small minute things that really doesn't make a difference in your life? Jesus says many will be offended. They'll be offended. And because they are offended, I wonder, we, we talk about this in our, our series, Triggers and Traps, on Bible study on Thursday, but I want to say to you, um, there, there is a domino effect when it comes to offense. A domino effect when you are offended watch what happens when you're walking in the spirit of offense you are offended what happens is Jesus says that 
when you are offended, many shall begin to betray one another. See, right after offense is the spirit of betrayal. So if you ever been betrayed or if you've been the betrayer, whether it's attached to that, it's the spirit of offense. People only betray people because they're operating in the spirit of offense. Don't you ever get that wrong? Betrayal is always attached to offense. They were offended, so now they are betraying you. And because they are betraying you, now they have developed hate for you. These are Jesus' words, Matthew chapter 24, verse 10 through 13. These are Jesus' words. And because you have been offended, you're now betraying one another. Now you're hating one another. Watch what Jesus says. And this is what I really want to say to you this morning as you go in your day to be, be very vigilant. The Bible declares, be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, is going around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He can't devour you, brother, sister, if you are not offended. He can't devour you if you're not betraying one another. He cannot devour you if you don't have hate in your heart. Jesus says, when you are offended, which is attached to betrayal, which is attached to hatred. He said, you are very easily to be deceived. Let me stop right here for a moment. Let me pick this up right here. He says, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Many false prophets shall arise. In other words, false prophecy. I know this is the podcast. This is to the max, but I need to talk to you. Prop, false prophecy is the fruit. Oh, I feel Jesus. Of offense. False prophecy is the fruit of betrayal. False prophecy is the fruit of of hatred. Jesus says when offense lead to betrayal and betrayal lead to, 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 to hatred, then false prophets come onto the scene to deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound because of all of this offense, Jesus says, the love of many shall wax cold. Shall wax cold. Heartless. No love for one another. And so we cannot be easily offended. And I haven't given you what offense means. What does it mean to be offended? The Greek word for offense, I hope you can handle this this morning. The Greek word for offense is scandalon. Scandalon, which sounds very familiar to you, is where we get our English word scandalous. And so scandalon then is a trap. It is the part of the trap where the bait is placed on to catch the prey. And so Satan put traps out there to catch you. And once he catch you, watch what you do. You block out people in your life. It leads to betrayal. It leads to hatred. And it leads to deception. It is a dangerous thing to walk around with the spirit of deception because everything you hear, you are hearing it through muffled sounds. 
Everything you see, you are seeing them through, through a blur. Why? Because you are operating on a deception. And so it seems like now everybody is against you. Or it seems like what they said about such and such or what they said about this person must be true. Why? Because you're operating on the spirit of deception. But I want you to go to the max. And because I want you to go to the max, I am praying this morning that you get delivered from the spirit of offense. Jesus says the opportunity to be offended is in Luke chapter 17. The opportunity to be offended will come. Yes, that's what he said. He said it will come. But although they come, you don't have to accept them. You choose to be offended. Offense is not a mandatory. You choose to allow what to offend you offend you. And what I've learned in life and what I've discovered in life is that many of us who get offended is because a wound has been touched. An area in our lives that have not been healed yet. Because we were hurt before, our hearts was broken, our confidence was shattered. Anytime someone else says something that reminds us of that pain that we experienced, that we have not healed from, we automatically attribute to them what happened to us then. And I want to say to you this morning, you can't contribute this to that. <laughs> what do I mean? Whatever happened to you in that your past, don't allow it to impact your future. And because you may have been offended in your past, the enemy has a very canny knack of making you live in the past. And because you was offended in your past, you can't live in your presence. You can't live in the present moment because you have been offended in the past. But we're going to expose the devil. And this morning, I want you to choose. To walk out of your past, here it is, and to step into your present. And when you step into your present, here it is, uh, you are stepping into your future. Let me rewind that again. This morning, I want to challenge all of those who hear my voice to let go of your past. There's some things that you experienced in your past some encounters that you had in your past, some things you may have even done in your past uh, that you can't go back and change it. Yes, all of us would like to go back and change things that were done in our past, but we can't go back into our past and undo them. We can't go back into our past to change them. The only option we have, uh, or there's two options, we either can embrace our past and live there with it, to stay back connected to our past and not experience the moment that we're in or we can release our past and experience the beauty of the Lord in our present moment. Because whatever happened then, it didn't destroy you. The offense did not destroy you. You're still here. And because you are still here, you have the opportunity, there it is, to become a higher expression of yourself. If it was that bad, oh, if it was that bad, what happened to you, if it was that bad, it would have taken you out. But because God has graced you to deal with the offense, you are here today with another opportunity to grow 
Ah, from what happened to you. Any man, any woman who's not growing from what they encounter or not growing from their experience is literally going backwards. If you're going to go ahead with your life, you can't be a person who's moved by pose. What do I mean? You can't be moved by popular opinion. One day they will be singing your praise, saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. And on the next day, they'll be hollering, crucify him, crucify him. So you can't be moved when you're a person of purpose based off of popular opinion. Because opinions change. But God doesn't change. Offenses come and go. But God is always steady. And when you understand in your life that God is always steady, that he's always, it's at the rhythm of God. It's at the beat of God in which our lives are, are, are orchestrated. It's in that rhythm that we must walk in. And when you're in rhythm with God, no offense can stop you from moving ahead. Many times when we are offended, it's because we stepped out of God. There it is. Because you can't be in God. And be offended at the same time. Jesus who endured much. He's been beat on the cross. He's been, he's been spirit in his side. He's having nails in his hand. He got nails in his feet. And watch what Jesus says. Father. Forgive them. They don't even know what they are doing. And I want you to join me this morning and saying, God, everybody who did me wrong, everybody who I could have been offended at, Father, I am praying that you forgive them because they don't even know what they are doing. That's where you have to be in your life. You have to be a person who walks in the spirit of forgiveness. Because if you don't forgive, you remain stuck. If you don't release what happened to you, you can't move ahead with your life. If you keep holding on to the pain, you don't have room to receive the joy. If you keep holding on to how bad it was, you don't have room to experience how good it is. So I say to you this morning, with all that is inside of me, the offense has nothing to do with you. It's about the one who set the trap. Stop blaming people for what happened to you. Yes, Satan used them as instruments, just as God used us as vessels of righteousness. But you need to see the spirit behind the individual. Never hate your brother or sister. Never betray your brother or sister. Understand that the enemy is always behind trying to conquer or to divide and conquer. He's always sowing the spirit of division. And he uses offense to begin to penetrate relationships. Many of our, our relationships can be restored. If both parties are willing to say, 
what happened back then has nothing to do with now. See, see, the enemy always wants you to live in, in back then. Remember what they did to you? Remember what they said about you? Remember how they treated you? I'm more concerned about how you're going to treat me now. Because we can't go back and rehash and relive what happened. Many of us are trying to relive the moments of why we feel the way we feel about what happened. And so we have recreated it because our minds are so powerful. We recreated a scenario in a situation uh, which really was not the original scenario or situation. But we have embellished. We have magnified the situation to make it worse than what it really was. They simply didn't call you back. Because they forgot to call you back. But here it is, two, three, four, five, ten years later, you are upset that they didn't call you back and say, uh, they didn't. They never called anybody back. That's how they are. They'll never call. And here you are upset, reliving and rehashing something that somebody simply forgot to do. To be human. I feel Jesus. He always, he always speaks to us when we're, when we're together. He said, well, two or three are gathered together. There he is in the midst of us. If, if, if you keep rehashing what somebody may have done to you, you are participating in a war against yourself. Satan doesn't have to do anything but open up the door opportunity and you take up the weapon and you begin to crucify yourself. See, Satan only needs you to destroy you. No, we should never be against each other. Never. Nothing should separate us from each other. That's how it ought to be. A few weeks, weeks back, we talked about the oughtness of life. If you, if you was with us, um, if you have it, please go back and listen to it. But the oughtness of life, we ought not to be against one another. That's how we ought not to be against. But Satan has a way of maneuvering and weaving his, his way in to sow discord and division among humans. But I want you to have this declaration with me this morning regardless of what they did to me I would not do it to them mm. only people who have healed or who are healing moving towards wholeness can make such a declaration those who keep on removing the scab from the wound are the ones who keep on offending themselves. One thing happened to you, and now you keep reliving it over and over every day of your life. When you see that person, that same feeling come back, that same emotion comes back. They did one thing to you, and God knows they may not even meant um, to offend you, but you took it as an offense because you was wounded in another area. I want you better. I want you delivered. I want you walking in victory. I want you walking uh, with confidence, knowing that God has not brought you this far for you to continue to allow the spirit of offense to trouble you. 
to to distract you, to knock you off focus. There is so much God has planned for you, but you can't go higher in life. What do I mean higher in life? You can't become a higher expression of your life if you keep getting offended off of what immature people do. And God uses the offense. Here it is. He uses the offense to build us up, to strengthen us, to make sure we become more mature, to help us to become a higher expression of ourselves. Because if you can't deal with the offense here, how are you going to do it when God is trying to take you there? If you're at this stage in your life, and you are struggling to come to overcome minute things. What you think gonna happen when God puts you over bigger things? If you're easily offended, you'll never be able to reach that point in life where you can handle more. Jesus says, to whom much is given, much is required. And so when you decide to go up higher, you give up certain rights. You give up the right to get offended by things that really don't even matter. Listen, there's no victory in offense. Let me say this to the back of, to those in the back of the podcast. There is no victory walking around with the spirit of offense. That is a spirit of defeat when you're operating in office because you can't see right. Remember, Jesus says, that many will be offended and because they are offended, it will lead to betrayal. And because they are betraying, it will lead to the spirit of hatred. And because they are hating, it will allow false prophets to rise up who will deceive many. Because when you're offended, you can't see people right. When you're operating in offense, you only see what you perceive is bad. Jesus says something, I think it's the same spirit or he's dealing with the same, same, same um, tenor of the text or dealing with the same thought. But Jesus says, before you remove the splinter out of your brother's or your sister's eye, first remove the plank that's in your eye. If you think people are so bad, if you think they're so offensive, Jesus literally says to us, look in the mirror. In other words, you're not better than them. They're not worse than you. What it means, we all need to get our acts together. Every human being has the propensity has the opportunity to become offended. But it's only those who can overcome the offenses, those who can navigate and walk through the offenses and don't get stuck at the place they were offended are the ones who was able to live out the true meaning of their lives. Many of us don't even know who we are because we allow people to dictate our lives by the spirit of offense. And you lost yourself trying to respond to the offense, trying to get back 
trying to revenge what happened to you. And because you do that, you're easily to be deceived. And some of us have walked out so far that we don't know how to get back. But I want to say to you this morning, there is a way back. Jesus says, forgive them. If they sin against you seven times seven, forgive them. He said, rebuke, they repent, you forgive, that the relationship will be restored. And there's some people right now you need to go and talk to. That you, you all need to reconcile yourselves. Don't let this spirit of offense continually so put a wedge between you and your family and your loved ones and your community. Many of our communities, many of our families will be better if we all grow up and say, if we offended each other, that was not our intent. We'll apologize, we'll correct it, and we'll make sure we do better as we move forward. And Jesus said, you shall forgive. Listen, I just wanted to talk with you this morning about not easily, not being easily offended. If you want to hear more about our in-depth study, theological study about the spirit of offense, please join us on Thursday evenings. Um, you can check us out, or even you can visit ignite.club to check out um, the, the, the series that's going on, not easily um, offended, but the series is Triggers and Traps. Listen, and to next week, please know that if you hear anybody else say it, I'm going to say it to you. I love you to life. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B. To join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.